2: now back to on the block with stricken austin on 93.7 the ticket and the Ticketfm.com. rolling right along during on the block austin norman and eric strickland with you uh big thanks to arnold chiming in here on facebook also have some more uh responses on the text line for the favorite athletes from back in high school um we have huskers p saying Ricky Henderson and Joe Montana calling them the GOATs. Okay, Joe Montana is probably closer to the GOAT argument than Ricky Henderson, right? I mean, Ricky was great. Ricky was fun, stolen base GOAT, but I don't know if Ricky was the greatest of all times, Ricky.
3: No, no, but definitely um, he was a menace on the base, on the base pads. That's definitely <laughs> a, a case for him. Um, a, a, another one for me that I felt was really intriguing to watch because there was really not much you can do with him, even as an elderly statesman, and that was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it just it just he he'd get to his spot, he get the ball, and you know he palm it and drop it one or two times, and voila, <laughs> and drop, a, <laughs> drop a dime on you and there was nothing really you could do about it. Few people could get to it. Um, another one would be that I absolutely just loved watching because of just his footwork was Hakeem Olajuwon. Mm-hmm. I absolutely loved watching Hakeem Olajuwon play. Uh, he, he was so skilled at the position at that time. Uh, to me, it was an innovator as far as at the center position with the footwork that he was mm-hmm. able to to bring to the table.
2: You see Joel Embiid say that he watched Hakeem tapes growing up just on repeat. You can see the outline of it. I still think Hakeem probably had... More skill in the low post than Embiid does. I mean, Embiid's bigger than than Hakeem, couple inches taller, a little thicker. So I'll give Hakeem the nod on skill um, slightly. We've got uh, a vote for the Boz Strick. Uh, Bosworth, uh, Brian Bosworth, yeah. Oh, at,
3: at, wait, let me just make sure I'm here at Brian Bosworth at Oklahoma. Brian Bosworth
2: doesn't say just says the Boz.
3: I mean, in the league, the Boz to me was average. Yeah.
2: Just fine in the league, yeah. But I, I think at Oklahoma, he was very dominating. Oh yeah, you know, no question in mm-hmm. Oklahoma. Um, John and Cortland, Jim Ryan, Willie Lanier, Lou Brock, Joe Morgan, Mick Tinglehoff, Oscar Robert Robertson, uh, Kareem, and OJ, and Willis Reed. Well, hey, the, the, that's the list
3: on Willis Reed. Willis Reed was he was a, he was a beast. Uh, Bernard King was mm-hmm. one of those undersized type of guys. If you think about Charles Barkley and and, and what he was able to do. Bernard King was probably one of the earlier models of what he was a little bit slimmer, (laughs) but was the same type of guy would go get rebounds and bang on you and give you buckets at the same time, a name that you probably don't really know about, but if you really researched and looked up his story, you would find that his story is just, it's, it's very heart-wrenching. It's, it's a beautiful story. And that's Adrian Dantley. It's a name that you probably don't know about. You probably saw him if you're, you know, probably a little bit younger than me or around my age. You probably saw him uh, in Detroit. But Adrian Dantley was a walking bucket. Like he used to give people numbers. (laughs) <laughs> and and a lot of people don't really know about him, but he has a really beautiful story. I mean, he's like a he's been like a walking guard now over like a decade and and he's you know, he's done very well with his finances and his money. And he don't have to do it, but he just loves to do it and it, it's a beautiful story.
2: It absolutely has Definitely encourage people to go look that up. Also beautiful story, Shricky, Nebraska men's basketball, right off to a really good, you know, first two-thirds of their season, five games left to go. You got the the Scarlet taking on the Crimson tonight. Huskers at the Hoosiers. Uh, 7.30 tip-off, I believe that game is. Shrik, is this the most important game left on the, the Nebraska men's basketball schedule? Um,
3: I won't say it's the most important, but I'll say it's, it's definitely in the top two or three. Mm-hmm. And here's the reason why I say that. We, this goes back to what we've always talked about throughout this season in both football and banking games. Mm -hmm. It is, it is a, it is a, it is a time to assert some type of dominance uh, show that you are the better squad and the better team, because you want to set these messages. You want to, you want to put messages in the heads of people that damn they're hot right now, man, they're tough, man. It's always a battle when we face them. You want to start putting, seeds in the minds of people that nebraska hasn't had Let, let's be honest when they even went into the the big 10 tournament last season there was nobody scared to you you saw the way that they you know it was minnesota yeah the way minnesota just went at them like you know like who are you you know what i mean and nebraska had beat minnesota you mm-hmm. know what i mean so but they just weren't they didn't have no worry about them at all this is that time when you want to start planting those seeds in the minds of others not just Indiana. This is why you mm-hmm. got to go beat the brakes if you can off team. If you get them down, pound them down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Just continue to just beat them in the dirt. Do like they do when they t- when you go to the beach and then they put you in you know in the sand <laughs> and they and they put all the sand on you and you mm-hmm. in there stuck and your heads just sticking out. Do that to people. Like leave mm-hmm. them in the sand where they can't move and they need help. That's what you want to do at this time, man. And so I say it's important from that standpoint because you want to bank game. You need a road win. Go get the first one. Mm -hmm. Don't have to wait. Don't wait until the end of the season or to the last game of the season, trying to get one, go get it now. Cause one can turn into two and two can possibly move you into a run, which can position you with what some of the people are saying on the text line. And also on the stream where they're talking about Nebraska, potentially going four and one, three and two, and where that can propel you as far as the Big Ten standings.
2: It's that last argument you just made that's the rationale for me saying that this is the most important game left. Because Indiana is better than Michigan and Ohio State. They're a better team. They have been all year. No, they're not great, but they're better than those two teams. So I think if you get Indiana, you get over that mental block of not being...
0: This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on.
3: Get started today at TrilifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.
2: Able ...to win on the road since you went to Manhattan back in December. You can say, hey, we won a conference game on the road against somebody, right? Indiana's in that mix, that glut of teams at 6-8. and they just kind of hanging around in the middle. They're not a threat to win the league. They can win any given night. They can lose any given night. They're a typical Big Ten team, better at home. So I think going on the road gives you, to Indiana specifically, gives you a good enough win to feel good about like, hey, yeah, we beat someone that, that matters, right? We beat someone with talent that can do some things that, that, you know, challenge opponents, but they're not so good that it should be a scary environment, right? Like Nebraska's played okay in Assembly Hall. I don't think Nebraska's going be, to be scared of the moment, but I also think back to Indiana's last game streak. They lost by four to Northwestern. The Wildcats still trying to find their way with um, Ty Berry out for the year, but they got up by 16 points on Indiana and then let the Hoosiers crawl back in it and climb back in it. They they uncovered themselves from that stand, or that sand and stood basically all the way up. It was a 16 point game that ended up a 4 point game. Nebraska can't afford that to happen. Like you're saying, if you get up on Indiana, don't let them think that Because they almost got one comeback on Northwestern, they can get one against you. Don't even give them any hope. Just stomp them out. Well, let
3: me add add to what you just said as far as the importance of this game. You find yourself right now in the middle of the pack. A loss or two in which you have, I think, three road games left can literally put you down towards the bottom of the barrel. Mm -hmm. Like right now, you're sitting at a great position. You're still sitting at a first-day bye this is one to kind of give you a little buffer, give you just a little bit of space, right? And a win today does what we talked about on yesterday. And what was that, Austin? A win today gives you the ability on what happened last night. It moves you ahead of Michigan State. Mm -hmm. Michigan State sitting at 9-7 and right now. Mm -hmm. You move to 9-7, and but guess what you have over them? Head-to-head. You have the head-to-head matchup. That continues to move you up the rung. That's Mm -hmm. what you want to do. Guess what happened? It was Iowa. Iowa does the work.
2: Mm -hmm.
3: Also, now you want Iowa to fall. But here's the thing. You don't want to fall back to Iowa. No. You don't want to. Because then it puts pressure on you later Mm -hmm. down the road. So don't, 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 don't fall into the trap. Look at what you got going in front of you. Stay close because Wisconsin has a tough schedule ahead of them. Illinois, you're not going to catch Illinois, but those next two are important to stay close to because uh, I think Wisconsin has this tough road and Northwestern still has a couple more left and you still got the easiest road.
2: You absolutely do. And I'm glad you bring up Northwestern again because uh, during break I was walking out and on one of the, the TVs, I saw on the Big Ten Network, someone laying out a case for Chris Collins as Big Ten Coach of the Year. Northwestern's been good. You know, they, they end up losing Chase Adich to the NBA draft, but Stricky, we knew Northwestern was still going to be good and going to be solid coming into this year. I don't want to get up here and give us a, a stump speech for Fred Hoiberg, because I don't know who else is, you know, be in consideration who like the, the top three I would say guys ben. would be. I would yeah. Say ben Ben Johnson. Ben, that's ben fair. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, But it's not going to be Paykel because Rutgers has fallen off. It's not going to be Painter. That's too obvious. It's not going to be Underwood. Maybe guard gets some some love, but I don't think he should because most people thought Wisconsin was going they're to be running good running and they're running. sliding. It's not Izzo, so I could see maybe Collins down the ballot, but I think there's a much better case for a Ben Johnson or a Fred Hoiberg to be Big Ten Coach of the Year.
3: I would have to agree. I mean, anytime you, that, but this is, but look, it's really up to the team. Yeah, like like celebrate your coach. Like celebrate ourselves for what we've accomplished. Cool. But celebrate your coach. Mm-hmm. He he's he's given you. He's put you in position. He stayed with you. He's 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 been confident with you. He's taught you. He's given you the ability to position yourselves for the possibly the next level of your careers, whether it be overseas. He he's done this for you. Get get give him a like. Don't don't if they go on a slide. He there's no way he wins it. But I can tell you, if they win three out of two or four out of the next five. I can I can say that, yeah, he's probably going to get it because I think they fall in the five or the four slot if they win four out of the next five. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty sure about that.
2: I'm with you on that. Last thing before we go to break, um, a man named Ashley on the text line says, Austin, you keep saying Indiana is the better game, the better win than Ohio State, but Ohio State uh, ranked 65th in the net. Wouldn't it look better to get that win on the road? Ohio State kind of gamed the system a little bit, right? They have the strength of schedule that's up there. They look solid early on. And they did the same thing last year where they were atrocious in Big Ten play, but still looked pretty good in the net. Maybe Ohio State, you know, is higher than Indiana in the net. Fine, I'm, I'm willing to give you that point. But Strick, at this point in the year, I think there's more for Indiana to play for. I think they're a bigger matchup problem for Nebraska than Ohio State is. And it's a bigger basketball brand and name recognition, even if it's not a vintage Indiana team, a win over Indiana sweeping the season series for the first time in a decade, that would mean something. So yeah, you gotta beat Ohio State, but I still think this Indiana win probably means more for Nebraska than Ohio State.
3: Yeah, it, it means more for your program. It means more for your confidence. It means more that of your capabilities and your abilities to do stuff which they have done throughout this year that most people wouldn't have expected. And most people didn't believe mm-hmm. could happen. Uh, you've already had a bunch of firsts, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, uh, not, not first as far as it being the first to happen, but a bunch of firsts on what you haven't done in a long, long time. Long time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Straight up. Huskers and Hoosiers tonight. We'll have post-game. Bach will be here to take you through the recap of Huskers and Indiana. So stay tuned for that after the game tonight. We'll take a break, wrap up Hour 1 up in Omaha. Creighton beats UConn. Not talking about the Blue Jays. We're talking about the Huskies aspect of it. A really astounding stat we'll give you to wrap up Hour 1 of On the Block here in just a minute.
0: This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine